Up, up, and away! Out of my way, douchebags! I gotta save all you dumb nerds! You didn't vote for me during the song, but whatever. I'm not bitter about it or nothing. I'm just gonna use my x-ray vision to look at your titties. Nerd is the new sexy. Welcome to Nerd is the new sexy podcast. This is Gambit. Welcome back. We're back, bitches! We're back after, like... Three, almost four months. Uh, welcome uh, to Warner's the new sexy everyone. I am Wildfire One, and of course, as you heard already, who's with me? Gambit. I'm back, baby. Things uh, happened. Episode sixty-one. We're definitely gonna be. There's a lot to talk about. There actually is. There's a lot to talk, talk about. about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but the topic today is gonna be Superman. It's been a long time coming. We did do a Batman. Uh, Sunrise was supposed to be here tonight. He just ended up. He just. He needed to get some sleep. The guy was delirious. Yeah, but we got a lot to talk about. So lots to talk about. So uh, like right off the bat, like in the opening thing, like you know what? I'm gonna. Get, I'm just gonna get this started. I'm gonna jump right into this. Yeah. Right in the opening thing, how do you guys vote for Batman being more iconic than Superman? His music. Da, His music. Da, da, da. It's it's way more iconic. It was. You know what? It's been Batman. around. It was around more. Definitely. I'm gonna give you that. But I think that Superman's was more heroic, where Batman's was more like dark and brooding, and that's the thing now. That's what people love. Superman can't be brooding; he's just too fucking bright colored. Well, I mean, that's the thing, and that's I mean, yeah, that's the thing. But he, I think also the fans, not to say that our fans were confused by any way, because we were very clear on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they, I think they were remembering that. No, 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 Batman, not the one you were talking no, about. No, no, I made, the, I made it clear. I made it clear it was the orchestrated song. Anyways. You're just you're just looking for a reason to, like, justify your losing is I, what you're doing. Look, I don't like losing. Nobody likes losing. Nobody gets a trophy for losing. Well, that's not true, millennials. But- we got... <laughs> <laughs> we, we did get a trophy. We got to hear your beautiful voice. <laughs> you saying let it go um, um, uh, yeah no nobody likes losing and I don't like losing either and I, I definitely like losing to you so uh, well, you know what too bad fuckface. I, ju- I just think they like your voice better that's what it is uh, maybe maybe I do have a very sensual sexy voice yes right I could just feel all the nerd nipples hardening but anyway let's let's start with some news okay the podcast youtube page is definitely a thing it's up and running uh, a lot of the podcasts are on there i still got to get the end of last season on there then i'll start putting this season on but it's definitely going uh, i've been posting stuff like uh, the ducktales uh, kind of between seasons podcast and so i had everyone sing the ducktales theme <laughs> and i put everyone together and, and of course you know you, you guys heard gambit sing and uh uh, that's the per- that's funny because that's the person I get the most comments on with when Gambit sings. Like they're like, oh yeah, this guy sounds good. That person sounds all right. That person, eh, you know, they're trying. But but with Gambit, it's always like everyone laughs. It's just a it's just a known thing. Poor Gan Gambit says it himself. Poor Gambit just can't sing. It is. I was no. I, I let someone hear it yesterday. Um, I think it was Dread uh, from past podcasts. More or less, he goes, "Damn, Gambit sounds kind of like that." Uh, that mentally challenged kid that just tries to sing a song but can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I always apologize to people who have to hear my singing. It's awful. I, I just I, I, I don't I have many a talents. Singing is not one of them. I love to do it. I do it very loudly. I do it very proudly. You guys should see me in my car singing Katy Perry. I'm a firework. Like, I'm in my car. I don't care. The YouTube page is thriving. It's up. It's running. We're putting a lot of stuff on it. There's a lot of content. It's continuing to grow. So, guys, take a look at that when you get a chance. Um, some more news is uh, we have a Twitch channel now on Twitch for gaming. Woo-hoo! 
yeah isn't that cool we can actually uh you can actually watch this game and uh, of course, I think each and every one of us, uh, myself, Sunrise, Gambit, and True, all have our own Twitch channels. But you can actually watch us through that, too, because we can host on there. So it's beautiful. Gambit, here's some more news. And I'll, but I'll let Gambit get into this one because, you know, we kind of heard this happen on the DuckTales Yeah, it was hilarious. Podcast. Okay, so we were recording a podcast. What podcast was it? Was it was the DuckTales podcast. Was it? Yeah, so during mid-DuckTales podcast, my computer dies just just closes gone out my fan finally gave out during it now if you've ever really listened to the podcast we have to do a lot of editing mainly because of my setup i've got a really nice mic and had a really old computer my computer was from 2007 mind you people <gasps> yeah yeah <laughs> 10 years trying. old like my computer is older than most people's kids <laughs> so <laughs> So really loud fan. So, uh, but as we were recording the podcast, I was getting really into it, and I wear headphones during the podcast. You guys, you guys ever seen the the video shoots that I do? I wear headphones, so I can't hear my computer for the most part because I got Sunray or Wild or or Dread or whoever else is screaming into my ear. And I'm and the other, the reason the other ears uncovered is because well, fucking, I'm deaf, and I really am. Like I know sign language, I'm fluent in sign language, I'm legitly deaf in one ear because of the military. So we're, we're recording the podcast, and suddenly my computer just goes blank. Boom. And I was like, well, that was unfortunate. <laughs> right, like unfortunate. So I turn on my computer, it logs on, it starts to boot up, and then I hear the fan kick on and I hear, and I hear, I literally hear it go, and I was like, what the hell? And it <laughs> dies again. Like it was like a little queef, like, a little queef. And I was like, oh, it was like crying. Like my computer was crying. Like pretty much my computer died for your bastard sins. Like that's, <laughs> that's, what, it, that's what happened. It was like, I cannot handle this much porn. I just, I just can't do it. There's just so much porn. <laughs> Finally, we're going to have a bitch session. And this is something that's a long time coming. You guys have heard me rant and rave. I love Netflix. It's a great a great way to, like, watch movies and, you know, well, we'll get laid. We'll, we'll have to agree to disagree on that one. No, no, no. I want you to finish because I interrupted you and I was oh. a jerk. I'm just saying that we're going to have to do uh, – He – look, Wild loves Netflix. I do. Gambit? I hate it with the passion of Christ. I hate it. <laughs> with the passion it. of the Christ. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hate it. You know what I hate even more than Netflix? Why do you hate Having Netflix? to use Netflix. Uh, it's a great way to watch. It's a great way to watch movies. It's a great way to get laid, <laughs> you know, Netflix and chill. It's a great way. It's, it's, it's just a, a really cool thing. And they got their own cool series. They got this, you know, they got, they, they, they're coming out with their own shows. They're, they're, they're learning. They're growing. They're not just, you know, what are these DVDs? And they come to you through the mail. Now you, it's it's come Netflix has come a long way. That's the reason why I enjoy Netflix. So let's hear your your negative side. There's always been four major reasons why I can't stand Netflix. It's, it's not the biggest four reasons in the world, but it's enough to just drive me absolute batshit crazy. Number one, for the longest time, they had zero content. So when Netflix first came out, when it first debuted, like and I, like you said, they've made a lot of progress. They've they've come a long way, mm -hmm. and they have. But when they first came out, what they would do, Netflix would do this on purpose. It was kind of like, and they learned it, and they, I think they got it from like HBO and Stars, because I don't remember if you're. I know Wild. I know you're old enough, but I don't know if everybody's old enough to remember this. HBO, when you had Comcast, would give you free HBO for like a weekend and play these bitchin' movies. Yeah, and then you're like awesome i'm gonna buy hbo and then you subscribe to hbo and then you get shit movies the rest of the year 
<laughs> and that's what Netflix does. Netflix, when it, when Netflix first came out, it had four or five amazing titles and then a shit ton of crappy movies, like just a pile of them, like movies that nobody would ever want to watch and shows that nobody would ever want to watch. I beg to differ. There's There was a few really good Mel Brooks shows on there. There was a few good, like, old school movies and stuff like that. But, you know, okay, I, I get your first reason. Now, that first reason is kind of becoming moot because now they have, like, Star Trek. They have, like, they have 21. They have, like, uh, their own series, like you said. They have, like, I, like I'm a, I love Orange is the New Black. I, yeah. I'll admit it. I like it. The last season was a little too whatever for my taste. But, you know, they have a lot of good shows. They have a lot of good movies now. They even had Doctor Strange, which is a comic book fan. Hell, they put a, a Marvel movie on there. Super okay with that. Well, they're doing a lot of Marvel stuff, to be honest with you. Yeah, okay. This drives me absolutely crazy. I am sick to death of Netflix pushing what they want down my throat. So when you watch, like, Top Trending, that's usually what people are watching. But no, here's what drives me crazy. Because you watch Star Trek The Next Generation. Cool, the first recommendation, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. That makes sense, Yes. right? Hey, you like Star Trek? Here's more Star Trek. The next one makes sense, too. The Twilight Zone. Agents of Sealed makes sense, right? Yeah. But then some things start happening that doesn't make sense. The next three are all Netflix originals. Castlevania. Are you watching? Are you going through your shit right now? Yeah, I'm going through my shit right oh, yeah. now. Okay. This is no joke. The next three are Castlevania, The Defenders, and Voltron. All Netflix originals. Yeah. And here's now, now, now you can kind of make an argument. You know, nerdy shit, anime, you can make an argument. But here's the one that gets me. The very next one. The Founder, the McDonald's movie. Yeah. Good movie, how by the way. That, I saw it. How does that – but how does that have anything to do that if I'm interested in Star Trek? I don't, I don't know. No. What it is, is it's, it's, it's Netflix wanting to boost like, hey, you didn't watch this show yet. Hey, hey, hey. And I guarantee you – Watch if our I shows. Go down to it, if, I, if I guarantee you, I promise you, if I go down to another one that was like because you watched – it could be because you watched Buttfuck Central. Hey, do you want to watch The Founder? It's like you, you <laughs> haven't watched The Founder yet. Well, I think How it's just they run out of shit to put on there, so they just start putting random shit. Well, that just drives me crazy. I, 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 it might be because they put like literally, like literally, like top picks for me. Like, okay, Sons of Anarchy, cool. All right, that makes perfect sense if you know me. You know, yeah. Star Trek, that makes perfect sense. How to Train Your Dragons makes a little bit more sense because I did watch some Disney movies. I do love me some Disney, mm-hmm. right? The Matrix makes sense. Supergirl makes a little bit of sense. Guess what? The Founder. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> And, 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 you know, here's the thing. Here's the, here's the fucked up part about it is I kind of want to watch that movie. But part of me doesn't want to watch it because Netflix is whoring it out so bad. So that's my second reason. So Netflix just whores out their shit just way too much. Okay. Thirdly, this and this is a weird one. I know this is a weird one, and I'm, I might lose some fans with this one. Believe it or not, Netflix has some really good underrated shows. They that do. they don't advertise. There is like 90 original shows that you can only find on Netflix if you search them, which really pisses me off because, like, that means that literally Netflix is holding content back unless you know how to search for it it's basically like if anybody lives in california or arizona it's like going to in and out if you're a first time goer to in and out you're gonna get a good burger but there's a secret menu only if you know and you've been there and you've been going there and you and somebody shows you the secret menu do you even know about the secret menu well i've been ordering off the secret menu for years because i always order a four by four i order a yeah. four by four animal style if you ask them can i get will a four do by four animal style? you will get the most amazing burger you will ever put in your food hole I don't know your food hole. But that's the same point of Netflix. Like Netflix is like hiding their content, and some of this content is super, super fucking good. Oh, yeah. 
So why hide the content when it's this good? Why are you holding this back for me and, and pushing the founder on me? I get it. The founder looks like a great movie. It does. I want to watch it. I'm very interested in it. But you've got so much content and you're pushing this on me. And then fourthly and the last and lastly, and this is something that's new, I hate the fact they changed the up and down, thumbs up, thumbs down rating system. Yeah, you know what? I agree. I like the five stars and I like that you can see that other people – voted as well and now it's just like oh you like it or you don't like it there's no in between now as now as far as all that and, my, and really my biggest reason is and i said it earlier is i hate netflix i hate having to use it let me get into the point where i'm frustrated where i'm actually frustrated yes this is what i want to hear this is and this is where this is this is what got me talking about netflix with gambit earlier you guys got me on twitter you've probably seen me talk about this but this is just oh god damn it oh god damn it oh motherfucker okay here we go Four episodes do not make a fucking season. Netflix, <laughs> stop that shit. There, does a, there is no fucking reason why you go, oh, Castlevania's out, guys, you've been waiting for it. Here it is. Oh, fucking great. And I click it and I'm excited. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get like 15 episodes and four episodes and I'm done. What the flying shit, Netflix. And you didn't stop with that. I think what Voltron was like the last episode, season of Voltron was like seven episodes. <laughs> now here's the question: Is it four? Because I haven't watched Castlevania because I've been holding off on it. Is it four episodes? But is it thirty minute episodes or are they one hour episodes? I don't remember. I don't give a fuck. Four episodes. <laughs> four episodes. That is not a goddamn season. Netflix. You know, and I, I know it's not just you guys. You guys aren't just to blame. It's the people who are doing the actual. And, and I understand why you're doing it. But you're not just doing it with this show. You're not doing it with new shows. You're doing it with shows that you know are doing good. Voltron should not be seven episodes, seasons. And I, I'm probably wrong about this, but I know it was over ten episodes. The first two seasons were over ten episodes. Oh, God. that That's my frustration, Netflix. You know, okay, seven episodes and four episodes did not a season make. Once they they do a season, sometimes it takes them forever to do another season. You know what a good example of that is? Daredevil. How long have we been waiting for season three? Netflix. Yeah, Daredevil. Is, yeah, Daredevil has been. Um, but that's my big bitch about Netflix is the the seasons and how long it takes for them to continue. I'll, I'll leave it at this. At a positive note, I love Netflix. I do. Great, great place to watch. That's just they're fucking up. They're fucking See, up. and I, and here's the thing. I will say I like Netflix. See, if Netflix didn't get rid of their 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 star system, I'd give them a three star. But now it's up and down. So if I got to pick up and down, guess what? Ha! Down. It's down, bitch. I like that. I like that. I'm I'm stuck with your fucking voting system. Fuck you. Thumbs down, bitches. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm stuck with your voting system. Thumbs down. You were a solid three. A solid three stars. Not even a two and a half stars. I'm talking a three star. Now you're a thumbs down, bitch. All right, to the topic. All right, Superman. So Superman. Let's get on this. Let's, let's start. Let's start at the beginning. It's funny that we talk about because Batman and Superman, and that's something I didn't bring up in the Batman podcast, uh, which I really feel bad about that I didn't give him credit where credits due. Both Superman and I'm gonna, I'm gonna lump Batman in with this are golden age of comics. Mm-hmm. So if you guys, for the nerds out there who don't know, who are not hardcore comic book collectors like myself, which I'm gonna put my wall up pretty soon, which you guys are gonna geek out on this. I'll put them on our. I'll put my wall. I don't mean like my Facebook wall. I mean my real room wall. The golden age of comics was when comics first started, um, when comic books were first invented, basically. Uh, most of this era was 1930. Uh, 1930 is when comic books first came out in America. 
Uh, from uh, 1930 to 1960 was the golden age of comics, where the first characters first came out, and what subsequently all other comic books were kind of based off that. Became the characters that we know and love. Right. After the Golden Age, there became the Silver Age, which is 1960 to, I believe, 1985. I might be a little off on that. And then the Bronze Age is 1985 and beyond. And as far as I'm aware, again, I'll correct myself if I'm wrong later. I'll look it up in a minute. Um, there is nothing after the Bronze Age, as, 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 I'm, as I'm aware. <laughs> um, so the Golden Age of Comics, another reason why it's also known as the Golden Age of Comics is because they had a, something known as the Comic Book Code. You'll see this on old comic books. On very old comic books, there was a comic book code that basically the government came down and said, hey, these are the things you can talk about and these are the things you can't talk about. Yeah. Um, so that is where that I, I feel like that explanation ble- bleeds us perfectly into Superman and, and why he is the perfect example of a Golden Age comic book. The approval of the comic book code, what he was, and all that good stuff. Well, he, was so, kind of, he was kind of the, especially you know what he became later on, he was kind of the American everyman, you know, superhero, right? Well, he really was. That, that's exactly what he was. Superman's first comic book was not actually titled Superman. It was actually known as uh, Action Comics Number One. That that yeah. it was Action Comics Number One in June 1938. It was a strip uh, that proved so popular that it uh, it nationally launched Superman into the forefront, giving him his own comic book, aptly named Superman, in, in 1939. So a year later, he got his actual own comic book. And now this is a big deal to bring up too, and where I give Superman all the credit in the world. Action Comics were a bunch of comic book heroes. They were strips. It was almost like the funny pages in a newspaper. Yeah. And so Action Comics had a bunch of different superheroes, and Superman was so popular. That strip was so amazing that that at the time, Action Comics was like, wow, we could, we could make a whole book based off this guy, and, we, and I think he's going to sell. Mm-hmm. And they did. They lodged it in 1939, so a year later, and he did amazing, becoming what we know and love now. So yeah. his original powers – was that he was faster than a speeding bullet. Well, it's uh, faster than a speeding bu- bullet, more powerful than a locomotive. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap a building with a single bound. Yes. And that's something to be very important because that means that Superman could not fly. When he first came out, this is something I get into arguments all the time with people. When Superman first came out, he could not fly. That's an interesting, that's interesting because I've never put that into context. I never thought about that. Able to leap a building in a single, I just thought that was like one of his many thousands of powers, you know? No, that was it. That's all he could do. Yeah, well, don't get me wrong. Faster than a speeding bullet, that's amazing. That's that's super, super speed. You know, more powerful than a locomotive, which means that, you know, he's strong, basically, you know, like you can't. So he always had a super strength. And the ability, and that's and that's where the leap tall building in a single bound because you got to think if you're if you're that strong, your muscles are that strong, then in theory I could leap over a building. And so that's that's all that really was. And and then when he first came out, he was exactly what we think about. He was truth, justice, and the, and American, the American way. way. Yes. Which when you write that as when you write that as a comic book writer, truth, justice, and the American way. And there was that comic book code that said what you could and could not talk about. and you've got to remember this is 1930s well so they couldn't say truth justice and hell satan no they, i mean they could they, they couldn't say that but you got you got to remember though i tell people this because it's a fascinating thing to talk about that, that superman gets overlooked and so do a lot of comic books back in those days the yeah. comic book code in the era just imagine like okay like even now today we have the fcc 
right? What you can and can't say on network television, what you can and can't show on network television. Well, comic books had the same thing. It was called the comic book code. And back then in 1930, it was way more strict. Like you could not in the original comic books, you could not show a panel of Superman kissing a girl. Nope. Like that was that was a no no. You could not see face pussy. You just couldn't see it. Face pussy? Oh yeah, that's that's what we comic books call it when they when they when because like in the old school comic books in Silver Age when they started making out all the time, you just uh, assumed that they were gonna get some pussy. Yeah, so they're called like, face pussy. But you can't actually say it, so it's like mm, getting some nice face pussy there. Nice. That's another thing. Superman would kill Lois Lane if they fucked. I would think. Oh yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. Like, his thrusting power alone would shatter her hip. Yeah, I mean, he can fly around the world and cause time to go backwards. Why? How the fuck? <laughs> oh, I know. I know. So you bad. know what I did there? You know what I did there? He can do that shit and then, like, make gentle love to Lois Lane. I fucking don't believe I call bullshit right there. I guess we got to start anywhere with any good origin story, right? So, so Superman, also known as Kal-El, was born on Krypton. So their planet... Now, originally, there was no storyline to why their planet was de- being destroyed. That was written in later. Yeah. It was just that their planet was dying, and J- and Jarrell, who was a brilliant scientist, was like, fuck it, time capsule, baby, go to Earth. Like, why he didn't build a you know a ship big enough with another seat for his mom or him, that's yeah. beside why? the point. Yeah, like, it's it's been one of the biggest nerd arguments. Like, why? Well, I don't even think... Him? I don't even think he... When he launched him into space, and get, correct me if I'm wrong... Uh, when they launched him into space, I don't even think they're like, "Oh, you're going to Earth." I think they just said, "Good luck." <laughs> I, I think that's what it was. I think it was just kind of like, "Peace." <laughs> we hope you don't die in the vacuum of space. <laughs> but he does. He, he comes to Earth. Uh, Krypton is destroyed. Boom! Explosion. Now, what's really interesting to note on this is that during the explosion of Krypton, Kal-el's little little capsule, little baby capsule, took parts of Krypton with him in the gravity pool so he's pulling some of his planet to him so he's pulling parts of his planet with him as he travels through space eventually lands on earth he's adopted by martha and your mom's name's martha too (laughs) martha why do you say that name (laughs) yeah jonathan and martha kent find this baby in a field in a time capsule and don't decide to call the FBI. They just decide, hey, fuck it, baby, let's adopt it. Well, it is, you know, the 30s, so, you know, oh, yeah, I found a baby. It's mine now. <laughs> I found a baby. I licked it. It's mine. There's no such thing as, like, adoption. It's just, like, if you found it, it's yours, you know? It's, yeah, it's exactly, that exactly. first come, first serve kind of. First come, first serve. Hey, look, there is a baby just in the rain. Fuck it, what it's a, ours now. What a nice time to live when you can do right? shit like that. <laughs> when, you can, when you can just do And there's no paperwork. There's no there's questioning no, it. No, there's no questions like, you know, Mom, was I adopted? No, we didn't even adopt you. We just found you in a, in a field somewhere. <laughs> and it wasn't like a normal finding a baby situation. The kid was in a fucking pod. The best part about them, too, was that he crash landed in their field. Oh. And then they cover it up. Not only did they adopt this baby, but they cover up an alien crash landing. So he, he crash lands, and as he's growing up, the parents notice that he's getting super strong. He's getting super. He's becoming Superman. He's Superboy at this time. He's becoming Superman. Super puberty. And Later, it's it's revealed that the he gets his powers from Earth's yellow sun. Apparently, Krypton did not have a yellow sun, which that's a red matters. sun, I believe. They had a red sun, which I'm pretty sure there's some sound scientific value to like a different sun because there is value to like. Well, I'm like, I'm assuming 
gravity. I'm assuming that's a big thing. Earth's yellow sun fuels him. It's yeah. literally the rays from the sun. So there's something about his body chemistry being born on Krypton and being with the red sun that when a yellow sun touches him that he becomes god, which always begs the question that if an Earth goes down to their solar system, does their red sun make us Superman? I know. I I think I've even asked that in one of the podcasts. Like, if we could go to Krypton. Well, if we go to their solar system. Yeah, if we went to their solar system or a nearby planet, would their red sun make us, like... And why, why would they call him Superman? Why can't he be called Super Kryptonian? Well, at the time, he didn't know. At first, he didn't know that he was a Kryptonian. They didn't really have that. In the, in the original comic books, remember, it was a strip. They didn't have the background. They eventually pound – they really pound down the storyline. And they yeah. get you a better version of it. And that uh, they, they even get you – in the newer comic books, like in the Silver and Bronze Age, they really go into – especially in the new movies, they really go into like the in-depth of the planet and how like Krypton was run by like – like the, the S on the chest that he wears is like a family crest. Like it, so the comic books ran very, very well. So there are some short-lived uh, 60s TV shows. But when most people talk about Superman, they talk about the Christopher Reeves movies. I mean, yes. not just our generation. We're talking about almost everybody. Like, yeah, well, literally. Christopher my, Reeve my. was pretty much one of the better Supermans, and, and then and it's just I, I think that the guy, the, the guy that got to play what the, not the last Superman, but the one before him, the one where the, a lot of people hate that movie, but I actually liked it. They, they it was almost a continuation of the Christopher Reeve's story, and I thought that was actually a damn good idea. And I think it was Superman Returns is the one I'm talking about. The one that uh, let me let me like, pull up the movie list. Man of Steel is when they started fucking up. Yeah. Yeah, but let's talk about the first three movies because the first three movies were freaking iconic. They were oh, amazing. Yeah, they, were. they were they were everything that Superman wanted to be. Like especially well, they the were first perfect. One. They were perfect for especially they were perfect because the time the time was great. I think I think they found a perfect time to put out a Superman movie. Uh, Marlon Brando played Jor El. Gene Hackman was Lex Luthor. The my only complaint about this is that Lex Luthor was kind of a goofy villain in the mo- the first movies. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He a goofy was. villain. He, he wasn't taking. Lex Luthor is a high intellectual person. The big movies are Superman, Superman 2, Superman 3, uh, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, Superman Returns, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and then obviously Justice League. So, just up. so you know, after Superman 2, it just all goes downhill. It very much all goes it downhill. It just all goes downhill. Uh, Superman 1 was good. It was a great like introduction story. Yeah, R- Superman 3 had Richard Pryor. And that's just when shit got bad. And it wasn't because of Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor was an amazing actor and a real, really funny person. Just, it was just bad writing for, for Superman. It was just too bad writing because, honestly, Richard Pryor is literally one of my favorite actors, one of my favorite comedians. I think he, I yes. think he does. If, if you have not sat down and watched that man, like, honestly, him with Gene Wilder is, is, is his best comedy. We're, we're about to get into, like, why I'm not a big fan of Superman, but the movies do kind of blend together. There's yeah, nothing. they do. There's nothing really noteworthy that makes it like General Zod and the fight between General Zod and the two other bitches that really kind of sexy androgynous bitch. She was kind of hot. But none of the movies had such a standout storyline that I remember. like, Oh, that's one. That's two. That's three. That's yeah. four. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, as much as as much. People Unless you're a huge page, fan, I guess, you know, but it, it's just it, they 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 mesh together 
it's almost like one big super movie. The first three movies. Actually, the only one I, the way I look at it. You know, the first like, movie, of course, was the best. Yeah, and I agree with you. It's 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 a great way to look at it. Um, they mesh together so badly. That, and that's the problem with, like you said, and, and my other big problem with the, the original movies is, like you said, Lex Luthor wasn't as intimidating as he was supposed to be. Actually, believe it or not, the 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 one series I was very happy with with uh, Lex Luthor. Besides the animated, how come all the animated series are the best ones? Have you noticed that, like Batman the animated series from the '90s was the best Batman? Uh, Superman well, the animated series. Because they even kind of re—they kind of reimagined Lex in, in their own way. I think. Well, uh, yeah. They gave him the but, intellect that he was supposed to have. Exactly. And on top of that, the voice actor who played Lex Luthor was suave. That guy, that motherfucker, sounded suave. But other than that, I really like the way Smallville did the portrayal of Lex Luthor because the whole point of Lex Luthor was that his super intelligence, the reason why he was bald, all that stuff was because he got hit with some of that kryptonite that followed down. Like yeah, he got affected by the kryptonite. He got super strong. He basically became super smart. That's what I've always loved about Lex Luthor is that he knew he couldn't beat Superman brawn to brawn. Nobody can, but he knew he can beat him brain versus brawn. And that's what it was. And that's what he always tried to basically Lex Luthor was the ultimate nerd. Like he just wanted to out. He wanted to prove that he was smarter. He wanted to prove that he was the smartest and that he could outdo Superman with his mind. And the thing about that too, is he was always his friend. I love, I love frenemies. Whenever you have a frenemy, it's the best storyline because whenever you have somebody that God damn it, I hate you. But God damn it! At one time we were friends, so I can't we're kill best you. Best of friends, yes. And that makes it that makes the dynamic so much better because Superman wants to stop evil from happening. Lex Luthor wants the freedom to do whatever he wants because he's the smartest. But neither one of them wants to kill each other, so they're always in this constant stalemate of like, I don't want to kill you. I do, I just want you to leave me alone. And and Superman is like, I I I I want you to stop doing bad because you're my friend, but I can't yeah. let you doing evil and it's just like this this great dynamic i brought up lex luther and i like this because it's going to segue into what i want to talk about next i want to talk about because batman has an amazing list of villains right uh, yeah i would say that he has probably the best list of villains of all yeah of all let's talk about the villains for superman uh bizarro bizarro's Bizarro good <laughs> that's a product of freaking lex luther and just so you guys know bizarro made a debut in 1959 then you have Brainiac, one of my favorite villains. Um, I love Brainiac because not only was he the smartest, but he was just as strong as Superman. Yeah, that's Because right. Brainiac wants all knowledge of the galaxy, and then he has to get those by destroying it. And matter of fact, one of the biggest storylines is that Krypton wasn't destroyed, but Brainiac shrunk it down into a glass case. Yeah, I remember. And it, and have it's it's a it's a huge awesome storyline, and it's it's one that Superman realizes that he beats the, he beats the crap out of Brainiac and, he t- and Brainiac's like it's right there and he looks over and he's like oh my god it is it's Krypton it's right there there's the people and he's yep. basically sucking the 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 intelligence so they're alive in this little shrunken down world and he gets all the information that's what he does the planets he goes and he shrinks them down and he steals the intelligence that's what, what makes Brainiac smart. essentially turned into was a collector of information. Exactly, exactly, and then but what but what Brainiac broke the bad news to Superman was that there is no way to reverse the process. Yeah, that was one of those ones that gave Superman a psychological a psychological mindfuck. Like he really stuck his big mind dick in his in his brain. Oh yeah, there was there was there was some mind babies being made. Yeah, it it it, and it blows you away because you think about that, you're like, wow, that sucks to know. How that. would you react, right? Yeah, how would you? You can't save your people, but you can't. You can maybe stop their torment from being their energy and their life source and their their 
their knowledge being sucked away from them, but you can never restore them to what they were in their former glory. It's like, oh my God. Uh, Brainiac made his debut in 1958. There's Darkseid. Darkseid's an actually, actually kind of a big part of the Superman universe because he's one of the guys that can kind of blow, go for blow for blow with with uh, Superman, right? And he, he appeared uh, 1970. And then, of course, there's Doomsday, who appeared in 1992. He's actually kind of newer, Doomsday is. And that's actually the creature who supposedly killed Superman. Yep, one of the most famous, iconic, legendary days of comic books is when Superman dies. The death the of death Superman. The death of Superman was the yeah, I remember hearing about that. I remember people were so upset. Metallo. Metallo first appeared in Action Comics number 252 in 1959. And that's uh almost it's that's someone who basically they they turned into a cyborg more or less and they gave him the heart his heart is literally kryptonite so he has the power to literally weaken superman and then beat the fuck out of him let's talk about modern day superman how did his powers change well see we had the originally it was you know leaps tall building with a single bound yada 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 this and that's and that's great like that's really what you but modern superman he could fly he got laser vision x-ray vision which he but he couldn't see through lead somewhere between when superman was first made to now he's got laser vision he could fly yeah what else oh and the breath and for some reason i don't know if this was ever a superpower or if he could just it was something he invented but in one of the movies uh, he could throw a silophane s off his chest and like that was fucking weird I, like that was a thing that happened eventually. Uh, Nobody wants to talk about that power, but it no, did happen. let's talk about that. Let's talk about that because that's so fucking cringeworthy, right there. Yeah, that. Would, how the fuck? I, yeah, he did it one of the. It was one of the Christopher Reeves movies. It was. It was against. It was, it was against the Zod trio. I know that much. Yeah, it was against the Zod trio, and it was. It was so when he lost bad. his powers. That's that's the it one he lost his powers. So in. So bad. It was so awful. Like. Well, that was mildly like a family a family guy did it the best like that was mildly inconvenient that that really held me down for a few seconds let's well let's think about this it's a cellophane s okay and it really it affected them how the fuck well, how did that affect them they 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 got these powers to like rip through steel and buildings and fly through shit and i beam stuff why how the fuck did a cellophane s hold them down for like 5 seconds and it didn't just like they didn't rip through it it just disappeared out of existence yeah yeah like it didn't like like once he threw it on them and then he broke out of it it was like it wasn't like oh there it is there's some cell phone on the ground no it was like it's gone like it's gone the it shit? Just, if i recall correctly it faded fuck you superman yeah there was superman for a quest for the quest for peace i think that's where he battles the atomic man but then see that goes into my problem so eventually superman became just so fucking powerful. The, and, and I'm going to rip it off, but it, it was – he articulated it well better than I could ever articulate. And that is the amazing, the amazing, the amazing – I'm say it three times because the guy is amazing – Quentin Tarantino. And he wrote in Kill Bill a fantastic diatribe about why Superman is a piece of shit. As you know, I'm quite keen on comic books, especially the ones about superheroes. I find the whole mythology surrounding superheroes fascinating. Take my favorite superhero, not my favorite superhero, quoting, Superman. Not a great comic book, not particularly well drawn, but the mythology. The mythology is not only great, it's unique. 
Now, a staple of the superhero mythology is is there's the superhero and the alter ego. Batman is actually Bruce Wayne. Spider-Man is actually Peter Parker. When the character wakes up in the morning, he's Peter Parker. He has to put on a costume to become Spider-Man. And as that characteristic, Superman stands alone. It is in that characteristic that Superman stands alone. Superman didn't become Superman. Superman was born Superman. When he when Superman wakes up in the morning, he's Superman. His alter ego is Clark Kent. His outfit with the red big with the big red S. That's the blanket for uh, blanket he was wrapped in in the ba- as a baby uh, when the Kents found him. Those are his clothes. What the Kent what Kent wears the glasses the business suit. That's the costume. That's this costume Superman wears to blend in with us. Clark Kent is how Superman views us. And what are characteristics of Clark Kent? He's weak. He's unsure of himself. He's a coward. Clark Kent is Superman's critique on the whole human race. It's a good explanation on, on who Superman is. And, and it's that, true. He, he's, he's judging humanity. He really is, and and that's the thing, and that's why I don't like Superman is because – and another thing too is – and this is something that I truly believe in, and that is what is courage? Courage is having the, the testicular fortitude or the vagina fortitude to go into a situation that you could possibly die and doing it anyways because it's the right thing to do. Now – with Superman being so strong, with Superman being indestructible, I submit that Superman is a fucking coward. How do you show courage? How do you face fear when every situation you know you cannot be hurt? He wasn't – he didn't face fear I until, agree. The, until the final crossover in the comic books, which was a shitty-ass movie. Batman v Superman. When Superman and Batman finally fought, and Superman and Batman found out what his weakness was, it was that it was Kryptonite, and turned Superman more. And that's another thing too. Let's get into this. Superman is a bitch ass superhero because his super strength, his super speed, his ice breath, his laser vision, all these things about Superman make him a bitch because he doesn't have to fight. When a robber comes at you and he stabs you with a knife and the knife breaks and you grab him with one hand and throw him across the city into the jail cell, you didn't do anything. Well, he does have super villains, more or less. So yeah, I but even then, that. He, but, but even then, his super villains weren't that challenging. Again, Lex Luthor, his greatest super villain, was a brain super villain. When he finally got against Doomsday or Darkseid, somebody as strong as him, he got his ass handed to him. Why? Because he can't fight. He can't. Well, there's, even, have- there's an episode, I want to say, of, uh, of Justice League where he goes against one of those guys and he's excited because he doesn't, he, he, he doesn't have to hold back. Ima- just imagine that. And I'm, not, I'm not coming to Superman's aid here. I'm just saying imagine having to have a gentle, like a super gentle touch with everything you do. Because if you open a door, you're going to throw it off the handle or you're going to break it off the freaking wall. Yeah, you know, that, imagine that. that. And that's why I always like Batman more than I like Superman because when Batman actually infects him with kryptonite and they go hand-to-hand combat, Batman beats the living tar out of Superman. Just and another it, reason Batman's better. Well, and that's well, and that's one of the that's one of the only good scenes in Batman versus Superman where he's like, "Do you feel that? That's fear." Yeah. And it's like, and it's but like, I agree with you. There's no fear in Superman. There is no he, fear. And, and when he is shown fear, what does he do? 
He cowers in the fetal position. He has no idea how to handle it. Look, I talk a lot of shit about <laughs> Batman. I do. I talk a lot of shit about Batman. But when it comes to DC, because I talk a lot of shit about Batman because I'm not a fan of DC itself. But when it comes to actual superheroes, the Green Arrow, Aquaman, Batman, these guys are the shit because they're around a world where they are normal. And everybody goes, Aquaman, why did you throw that one? He's asked, he has super strength. Yeah, when he comes on Earth, but in Atlantis, he's just a normal dude. And he yeah. fights other dudes that are just as strong as he is. So he has to know how to fight. So these guys are, are, are way better. And Superman is just, he's such a bitch. He's such a caring little bitch. And then he is the ultimate, like, and, and, and now, now we're going to get into the furthest incarnation, which we're getting to the end of Superman's storyline. Now we're getting into this new incantation of Superman where the comic book code has been lifted. Comic books can do more edgier, darker things. And this really started, and this is actually a good point to bring up. The, the, the fall of comic book code really happened because of great comic book writers, amazing comic book writers, guys that I very much idolize and, and thank for every day. I, I thank these guys, and I kind of hate these guys. And here's the reason why. So a bunch of comic book guys got really sick of the comic book code and they broke off and then they classified something called graphic novels. Now, when you called something a novel, it fell into the novel category, which means a book. It became a book. When you when you write a book and when you write a novel, you can put anything you want into it. When you write a graphic novel, you're just adding pictures to it. So a graphic novel, these guys started writing the same thing, basically comic books, but now they can do whatever they want because they reclassified their book. Now with the now with the turn of graphic novels, the most famous graphic novel at the time, the the first one, the one that really started it all, I think it was the first one. I might be wrong on it, but is Watchmen. Well, Watchmen had a lot of graphic, a lot of graphic things, lesbian sex, drugs. You know, finally, to survive, the comic books had to like go up against the lobby against America and be like, you need to take these off. And it's actually really a famous comic book if you can find it is any of the comic books in the first year where the comic book code was lifted and they no longer have that little approved by the comic book code of america seal on it it was a big deal anyways once that happened it was kind of in my opinion the fall of clean comic books suddenly now everybody had a sad origin story suddenly now everybody had to be edgy and dark and something twisted about them and everybody had to be just a little bit jaded and everybody had to be a little bit this meh, a little bit me a little bit there had, to be a, there had to be a darkness in the in this thrown into the story and so they so this so since the comic books couldn't rewrite superman instead of darkening his origin story they darkened his future and yeah. that is where we get into batman v superman that's where we get into uh, injustice, injustice, yeah. injustice video games where that is when when the joker kills lois lane superman goes batshit crazy and basically becomes the dictator of earth basically says look i rule this bitch now and if you have a problem with it i'm gonna kill you and then he starts killing people just murking people all day just murking well, he villains. blames batman and, and yeah he blames well he blames batman because superman's logic at the time is that if batman just if batman had just done his job and killed the joker millions of people including lois lane and superman's son or daughter, based on which comic book you're reading, would have still been alive. Batman's thought process has always been the same thing, and that is, for us superheroes, it's too easy just to kill. Now you come what you've been fighting. You you come what you've been fighting. You're a dictator. You are controlling. You be, basically become, in essence, and what Superman becomes, which I hate to say the word, but he basically becomes Hitler. He, he, it's mass genocide. It's mass genocide. It's my way or the highway, 
and because nobody can stop Superman and because a lot of superheroes then kind of go to his side, it becomes this war between superheroes. And that's where we get these new twisted comic books and these new storylines. And but yeah, so yeah, so that's so that's pretty much in a nutshell, Superman, Superman's origins is his, some of his villains. You know, I mean, we didn't talk about all of his villains and, and, I, and I would definitely love it's our first episode back. So give us some feedback. Who's your favorite super villain? Um, actually, <laughs> mine has probably got to be. I don't know, man. I'm stuck on I'm stuck on Lex Luthor, but I've always loved I've always 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 loved Doomsday because he kills him. With me, it's always been a tie up between Metallo because I like Metallo's storyline, Brainiac because I just loved Brainiac in the animated series. I thought the voice acting was perfect. I think that he was a really cool character, and of course, um, and of course, Doomsday because Doomsday was the only one that could actually stop Superman. And I and I know we're not getting into Justice League for us nerds out there. We're not going to get into Justice League because that's a podcast by itself. That 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 yeah, that in itself is a podcast. At this point, I feel like we're kind of doing like the movies right now. We've done Batman. We're doing Superman. One day we might do the Flash. Then we're going to do Aquaman. Then Green Arrow. And then guess what? We're going to do a fucking uh, uh, Justice League. <laughs> we'll do a League. Justice League movie. Yeah. Do a Justice League podcast. And I mean that. I mean, you, and you get into that, and that's when you get into a whole lot of different storylines, and you get into a whole lot of, of different characters and different character developments. You also get into the storylines of him. You know, his big love interest has always been Lois Lane, but there is a lot of comic books where he does bone down on on Wonder Woman. Uh, and the reason why I ship their relationship and why I love their relationship so much is because when Wonder Woman and Superman are together, when Superman's not crazy, in the storylines where superman's not crazy she brings out the best in him like a good woman does and he brings out the best in her like a good man does and that is just something i just can i could just get behind all day a power couple you know and like, she gives I, him and he gives her the good dick all day long all day i mean just all day and he doesn't have to hold back with that good dick in like could you imagine oh yeah it's not like power? lois he's like i gotta be slow and gentle no with her he can just grab her hands fucking pin her to the bed and pound her into it could you imagine how many beds they had to buy? Just breaking beds. Like they probably he probably fucks her into China. Like all the way. This needs to be animated. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. But, uh, tell, tell us why you guys love Superman. Let us know. What's your favorite supervillain, superhero? You guys got an idea for a podcast? Let us know. The Facebook page. Go to the YouTube page. Check us out there. Hey, check us out on the Twitch oh, page. We're social you know, media madness, guys. I uh I gotta give a shout out. I gotta give her a shout out because you know what? I, I Here's why I'm giving her a shout out, even though we haven't done a podcast yet, guys. I love it when you guys interact with us. I love it when you guys give us ideas. I love it when you guys, you know, ask about us. I love it when you guys. Uh, Crystal gave us a great uh, thing, so shout out to Crystal for for always being a, a great fan and and being there and and commenting and making funny comments and other things. It, it doesn't go unnoticed. Same with Grizz. Grizz is always up on our face. You guys, we love you guys. That's why we do it. That's why you guys help us with giving us ideas things to do and just that's why we did this is to to build a great community of nerds to get together and just nerd out hard everyone we hope uh you enjoyed this uh, uh, this uh first episode of season four wow Woo! season four, season four. wow a long way i came in in season one the star yeah. wars episode it's come it's come a long way since a brainstorm this this podcast has since a brainstorm i had just standing outside of one of my old jobs we thank you guys for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We hope to see you again next week. And remember, everybody, stay sexy. Peace.